Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Speaking of fine spikies, um, we have caterpillars. I decided to do the caterpillar uh, butterfly garden thing again with the kids. Yeah. And so we have, but I got two instead of just one cup of caterpillar. I got two. I felt Mm -hmm. feeling brave. So I got two cups of caterpillars. So we'll have 10 butterflies. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, But they, uh, you know, they have little spikies on them. They have, Mm -hmm. what are they called? They're called thistle caterpillars. I looked it up today because we we had a Are lesson green? about it. No, they're um, they're black. Um, oh, but they have like little kind of like yellowish and greenish spikes. Um, oh, cool. Which I guess is why they're called thistles because they're yeah. spiky. Um, mm-hmm. And they have only six legs. You didn't know this about caterpillars. Caterpillars no. only have six legs, like any other insects, but they have oh. m- like you know many many proto legs. They're not really oh. legs, but they're like little suction cups that like. Oh, they just help them. Right. They're not segmented. That's how you know the difference. Um, Okay. Anyway, I'd forgotten about that until we were looking at them very closely. And I was like, those don't really look like legs. And I was like, oh, wait, I remember (laughs) something about this. And so then I looked it up. So there you go. (laughs) All right. There's your science lesson for today. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, hi, (laughs) Stacy. Hey, Devin. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic obviously i'm playing with uh caterpillars and mm-hmm. butterflies and uh growing some pumpkin seeds and you know wow this all is sorts a, of exciting things yeah. i've got little food chains hanging up all over the windows from our food chain lesson mm-hmm. it's like a you know first grade classroom in here or something <laughs> i would say so yeah i'm kind of done with it though i'm i'm really over it <laughs> really I'm over saying, it yeah. we're yeah. all over it we're done we're ready for it to be over i feel this like lady that i what go ahead oh i was gonna say this lady that i work with um her kids daycare got closed for two weeks and oh no so her, yeah her kids had to be home while she was working and she was like i'm going crazy and i told her i was like i have a friend that's been doing homeschooling and working for like months now and uh a year, a year? yeah a, <laughs> a year, year now and uh, I was like, I don't see how she does it. And this and this lady was like, No, I don't either. You know, she was like ready to send her kids back after like day one. Yeah, that's like how everyone that I've talked to at work who has kids, um, almost every single one of them did that same thing. Like they had everybody had to have their kids home for like yeah. that two month period when everything was shut down. And then as soon as stuff started opening up, they like took their kids back to school and were like, please. <laughs> yeah, um, take them, please, yeah, just like, take them. just cannot do this. And, you know, and they'd be like, you've been doing what? For how long? How yeah. are you not crazy? I'm like, hell, <laughs> it's funny you'd say that. Yeah. Because I am. Because <laughs> I just might be a little bit. Just a little insane. But other than that, um, but um, I guess I do, before we run into, before we start with our introductions, mm-hmm. <laughs> I could do yes. a quick update on um, our ecology lessons, because that is, okay. you know, we're talking about homeschooling anyway. Uh, yeah. So it, they've been going pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. So far, so good. We're really going to hit ecology hard next m- week, because that's Earth Day week. So that's when we really start yes. talking about, like, 
you know, what ecology is and how do you take care of the earth and stuff like that. But, um, but we've kind of been touching on it all along because we've been talking, talking about food webs and food chains and how if you just like, if you change something or if something goes awry, like anywhere in the web, it affects everything else, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, if you've, you know, for whatever reason, if you don't have enough fox, if you don't have enough predators to, to prey upon, you know, the other, um, types of animals, then you'll have more animals that would eat other food that other animals need, and it would just cause chaos. Um, yeah. And so, I don't know. So, so far, we've been talking a lot more about, like, just, like, animals and endangered animals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, like, how people destroy habitats and, you know. So, I think we're getting there. So, that's good. Um, mm-hmm. But... You know, that's probably about as far as we've gotten with the ecology stuff so far. But uh, the Beatrix Potter stuff has been really good. Cool. Uh, yeah. They, they watched Peter Rabbit today. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Which is not necessarily the, um, I think it was like the 2012 or 2016 movie or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, um, it is not true at all to anything related to Beatrix Potter other than there are characters that are, have the same names and the wow. general same personalities. Cause it's like modern day, you know, Mr. McGregor's son comes from the city to take over the, you know, old gatehouse or whatever. And, uh, it's just, it's completely different, but it's cute. It's, it was, it's a fun little rompy movie and the kids loved it. So yeah, that's all mm-hmm. that matters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anywho, um, how are you, Stacy? I'm okay. It's been one, a little bit of a rough week this week. Um, just, I guess, I don't know. Okay, so, you know, I'm back. This was my first week back from vacation. Right. And I logged on on Sunday and got my emails caught up. So, it well, on Monday, it really wasn't that I was behind, but... This week, it just felt like a mess, you know? Right, yeah. It just yeah. felt chaotic. And um, Tuesday felt like it was Wednesday. And then Thursday, <laughs> I'm like, why isn't it Friday? And it just felt like the longest week of my life. Yes. Um, for some reason. And um, so, yeah, I'm hoping next week's better. But I'm tired. And I um, I did a workout on Tuesday. Oh, and, that's good. you know. Yeah, I, you know, I work out regularly, um, and I definitely do bike and running, but I also usually do at least two strength workouts during the week. Well, I did, I guess I didn't do any last week, but, um, because I was in Knoxville and didn't have my weight with me, but, um, so on Tuesday, I did a kind of a strength workout that involved some side lunges, and oh my gosh, my legs hurt. So it was one of those things where it was like... An impossible task to just sit yeah. and pull it, you know? Oh, no, um, no. Yeah. And the bad thing was, is I have been sore. Like, I'm still sore a little bit today. And that was on Tuesday. Um, yeah. And so yesterday I tried to do the bike, but my legs were so sore that I couldn't even hardly, um, 
like uh, I wasn't even getting out of breath from the pedaling because I couldn't pedal fast enough because my legs were too sore. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. But I did take a, uh, I soaked in a bubble bath with that. Uh, what is it called? Like Dr. Teal's? Yes. Yes. Dr. Teal's lavender bath. I'll, uh, I'll be sure to put that in show notes. Yes. <laughs> They're and, a sponsor. Uh, They're not a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, but so they are lovely. Nice. Yes, I enjoy yeah. it. And they have like, it has Epsom salt in it. Yes. Um, yes. The, I mean, it's a foaming bath, but um, but it does have like, I don't know, I guess it's dissolved Epsom salt. I don't really know. Yeah, I guess. But I will put that, I will put that in uh, show notes. So people yeah. Can, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy. So it's very nice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So I don't know. It's been the longest week of my life. It's just been really hectic. But um, mm. so I'm tired. So I probably don't have as much energy. And then also, because you're going to ask me what I'm drinking. Yes. And I'll tell you that I'm drinking hop tea and I'm mad about it because <gasps> what? I really, I really wanted a beer tonight. And we keep saying that we're going to go get beer. Uh-huh. And then we just never do because we usually get our groceries delivered and we don't want to show them ID because that defeats the purpose of having a you know, doorstep right. or whatever. Right. And so we didn't go anywhere this week, so I didn't get a chance to go get any beer. So then we thought about having it delivered through like Instacart or Drizzly or something yeah. like that. And I was like, this is stupid. You know, I'm going to pay like a bu- bunch of extra money just to get some beer. And I was like, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. And so oh my gosh. I fully intended to drink tonight, but the only thing I haven't, I didn't want to drink wine because, um, the last two times I've had wine, it's kind of, like, made me feel yucky the next day. I like, know. kind of. And I don't know if it's the, you know, because, you, you know, I'm kind of, like, allergic or whatever to sulfites. Yeah, and, yeah. So, I don't, it's just been hitting me harder for whatever reason. Um, mm. And I've had, I had acid reflux last time. So, because um, I had it on Monday. I had some wine on Monday. And, yeah, I was just like, man, I just don't feel good after drinking this wine. So, I didn't want to drink wine, and I just wasn't in the mood to drink liquor. And so I was like, dang it. So I was like, the closest thing I have is some freaking hop tea. <laughs> so I didn't even get to have some nice alcohol to end my week. This sounds like the oh, and my knee hurts. ever. And your knee hurts? And my knee hurts. This so is I'm like, just grumpy. I'm so sorry. This is like, you're, this is the worst story. <laughs> I know. You're, you're sorry you asked. That's what you mean. No, no, I don't. I hate it. This is like, this is like the saddest thing. Like, I think I the saddest thing is when you want beer and you can't have it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Maybe that's, uh, maybe I have a weird sense of priorities i don't know but yeah. <laughs> well but also the sad that even okay because just tell you how big of a baby i am i mean we live a half a mile from uh stores <laughs> and so a grocery store and a beer store it's called beer on the wall and it is a beer store oh, shit. um yeah so um i could have walked down it was a nice sunny day and i could have uh-huh. walked down to there to get to get some beer but i didn't want to change clothes out of my jammies so <laughs> That's how big of a baby I am. I could have resolved this, but I didn't want to. So, wah. You could have just gone in your jammies. I mean, who cares? It's it's the pandemic. Everyone lives in their jammies now. That's that's true. They were the jogger sweatpants. Yes. So, they they probably would have been hip anyway. (laughs) I actually got a, a pair of sweatpants that 
hat they're like um checkerboard so they look really mm-hmm. punky you know like yeah, they're yeah they're like skater pants but they're totally sweatpants <laughs> <So> <laughs> nice. i am totally gonna wear those like everywhere mm-hmm. from now on um because heck yeah you know why not why not exactly exactly um so well, how are you doing? I am good. I am <laughs> drinking. I could not, like, I actually opened up a bottle of wine because I just could not bring, I could, I felt like it would be like the walk of shame if I came back <laughs> yet one more <laughs> week and yeah. said, Boda Box wine. Um, uh-huh. So I did open up one of my, one of my wines so I could have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a cruise Alta? Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. And I wanted to talk to you about this because, as you know, I usually get my Cab Sauvs from California and I'll mm-hmm. get my Malbecs from Argentina. And I don't mm-hmm. normally get the Cab Sauvs from Argentini. Teeny. <laughs> Teeny. How cute. Out of my Argentinas. But this one does. It comes from Mendoza, Argentina, and it is really good. Um, so they, they right. aged it. For 10 months and 50% new barrels, 100% French oak. I don't know Ooh. if that has anything to do with it. Um, but it is a very delicious wine. So I highly I highly recommend um, Cruz Alta. Cabernet and it's Sauvignon. C-R-E-W-S? C-R-U-Z and then A-L-T-A. So it might be Cruz. Cruz. Cruz Alta. Yes. Okay. C R U Z. Is that what I said? Yes. Okay, good. Yes, yeah, C R U Z. Okay. <laughs> so, um, cool. So, yeah, it's very delicious. I am enjoying it I'll very give much. Give it a try. Um, apparently, we're going on an alcohol run tomorrow. So, that to stock, up. <laughs> to stock up on beer and wine. Yes. Um, sourced from our high altitude vineyards in Mendoza, the most well known wine region in Argentina, this wine reflects the outstanding natural soil and climate conditions, it says. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> You're like, that's the most boring thing I've ever heard in the back of a wine bottle. But whatever, Devin. It's fine. No, no. <laughs> it is delicious, though. Good. So there's that. Anyway, um, so I think our topic is actually about kind of trying to get used to real life again. Um, yeah. <laughs> because what is that? I, I'm, I'm having a hard time. Um, you know, because we've all been, I was thinking back and actually, I think I, I ended up sharing the video as part of why I thought about it. But you remember like at the very beginning of the pandemic when CJ Gray or whatever his name was, did the Spaceship U uh, yes. video that we talked about in one of our episodes yes. and I can find that I can track it down. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, you know, you're, this is your, where you're going to be. You're going to be in this pod basically for however knows how long. And your goal is to be better when you leave your pod than you were yeah. when you entered it. And it was mm-hmm. like, um, you know, in the importance of like having a space for everything and having a, you know, a function for every part of your life and exercising and all that. And I was like, mm-hmm. I really wish he would make one for like how to transition <laughs> it's like that was so helpful to like um to help me structure my life yeah. um in in such a it's such a bizarre time and i'm just like i really need i need the opposite like i need the how do you open up your pod and start life 
<laughs> poking your head out. Right. Is it okay? Is it okay? Do I need to run back inside? Like, you know, a... Um, uh, uh, groundhog? Yes. That was like, the, what's the yeah. animal? Uh, yeah, like a groundhog. I'm like, oh no, six more, six more weeks of pandemic. <laughs> uh, yeah, you should, uh, you should send him a message and be like, help, <laughs> help, please, <laughs> dear reader. <laughs> yes. Um, but I have been. So here's my situation. Uh, Thomas has is fully vaccinated. I have had my mm-hmm. first vaccination, mm-hmm. um, and I get my second one on thursday of next week um Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. the day after tomorrow for those of you listening Mm -hmm. uh and so i mean like and my in-laws are all vaccinated my sister-in-law has had her first one um many of my friends have had either one or two uh at this point ashlyn's had her first one um so like all of the kids teachers have had are are fully vaccinated at this point. And so it's just like, you know, the world's like, we're all getting vaccinated and we're all really wanting to see each other because we haven't seen each other in over a year at this point. Um, But, you know, there's also like, it's just also just so weird because I have been, you know, completely isolated for over a year like a year and a month at this point and um yeah you know so uh so trying to break out of that isolation is a really bizarre thing um Mm -hmm. and i don't know if like i I feel like i've talked a lot so i was gonna open you up to like your general (laughs) thoughts about it and then i was gonna share some of my experiences and some of the stuff i read but you know if you want to talk generally about your like anxiety or fear or you know approach (laughs) yeah okay um yeah i I think it's definitely gonna be weird um it's something where okay so (laughs) so part of it is covid uh recluse anxiety but then also part of it is just normal social anxiety right yes yes that had normal social anxiety now it's just even worse. And I don't even think it's worse because I'm like, oh, no, I might catch COVID if I go out in the door. No, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like we've we have gotten used. We've gotten comfortable. Like it's been it's been socially acceptable to stay in our bubble. And Absolutely. now you're telling us we have to leave our bubble again. So um, I one of the things I did to kind of help ease myself back into it is just actually answering the door when we get a delivery like not like the ups man because you know he comes by all the time but right i i mean like if we get our food delivered like i'll actually like kind of meet the person and be like thanks because we would hide we would shut the front door close the blinds and hide (laughs) until our delivery person left right and uh so you know just something simple as that but um i will say that you know as i've mentioned i was in um knoxville last week and I don't know if I think I said on the podcast, but I was there for my mother-in-law's wedding. And although it was a small wedding, it was, you know, a decent sized crowd. And, you know, at the reception, we were all sitting there eating right. with our mask off. You right, know? Like, right. Um, and I surprisingly didn't feel too bad. Oh, but I good. think I didn't feel too bad because I know, th- like, 
Even the, Okay, so I don't have my vaccine yet. I'm getting my first one on Tuesday. So the same day that this comes out, oh, excellent. I'll be getting my first one. Yes. Um, so that's good. And But, like, my parents have already received their vaccine. And right. And they're good now and stuff like that. So I feel, and, like, um, James's mom, who was getting married, she had already had her vaccine and stuff like that. So um, I think, because my anxiety was less about, not... Not that I think I'm invincible, but just based right. on the statistics, uh, me catching it wasn't too scary. Like, I, you know, I mean, I guess I could have had the effects of long COVID and then I couldn't run and then I, my life would have been over. But, um, <laughs> you know, I uh, theoretically, it wasn't going to kill me just right, based on right. the stats. Right. Right. Uh, but we also know that we were supposed to be or we're socially responsible people. So yes, even yes. though we weren't worried about catching it, we did not want to accidentally spread it. Right. Um, right. And so there is that side too. But anyway, all that to say that, I, yeah, I think I was surprisingly not as worried because the people that I know and love are all getting vaccinated or are vaccinated. So right. I was like, okay, like I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. I'm not going to take this home and kill everybody, you right. know, kind of right. thing. But um, I think, I mean, I think that you, you touched on something right there though, with the whole, you know, it's not so much that <laughs> those of us who've been in isolation are afraid of going out and like catching COVID. We're getting vaccinated yeah. or, you know, case counts are down or there's like a million reasons to not be as scared about it right now, at least yeah. where I'm at um, in Tennessee, in uh, Tennessee. Uh, mm. But it's not that. That's not the thing that I'm <laughs> yeah. It's just like the general, like, I don't know how to people anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the social, it, it really is just social anxiety. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, yeah. So I think I definitely, like, we used to go out all the time mm-hmm. and um, to eat or drink or we would go to events or whatever. And maybe, you know, six months from now, I'll change my tune. But now I'm definitely more of a home person where before... Right. I was traveling all the time, too. And it's just like, this has made me kind of appreciate being home. Yes. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, even though, like, yeah, I'm excited to kind of get back to normal life. I'm not like, oh, let's book all the things. And, like, we we traveled twice, semi-back-to-back. I think there was, like, three weeks in between going to the beach and then going to Knoxville. Right. And uh, it was like, whew, this is a little much. (laughs) You know, like... Yes. We're going to have to stay home for the next six months because just to recover from this. Right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I, yeah, it's, there's so many things to get used to again. And also, I will say, I'm, my work isn't back in the office yet, but we will be going back soon. They're starting yes. to work on the timelines. Yeah. Um, same. And, same. Yeah. And I'm not, I mean, I, I'd love to work from home forever, but um, <laughs> I'm not. It's not so much going back into the office, but it's it's how much that's going to um, lose time. So right. I'm going to have to drive for 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back. Plus, like right now, I work out at lunch, mm-hmm. and I won't be able to do that. So that's another hour. So I'm losing two hours a day of productivity right. that I've been able to have. And so I think I'll go to work, I'll come home, I'll work out, fix dinner, and go to bed. And that's exactly what I used to complain about. Right. Was that I felt like I didn't have any time during the week. Yes. Um, yes. And it's just going to go back to that. And that's what I'm dreading the most. Yeah. I think. I agree with that. And it's like you you, you really take for granted how much time um, commuting takes. Because right yeah. now, you know, I'm still working from home, but... 
uh, Kai is going to school on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so Mm -hmm. I do have to drive her to school and drive Mm -hmm. back and then drive and pick her up and then drive back. So that is with traffic about two hours out of my day. Um, and like Tuesdays and Thursdays, you would think I would be really productive because she goes to school. Uh, Kes goes over to Nana's. I have like, you know, several hours to just like focus and get stuff done. But having my routine interrupted (laughs) that I've gotten so used to in, in this, in this way. And there's like, you know, and there's, Driving is not productive time at all. No, nothing Um, at all. And so it's like, and especially, you know, maybe I could listen to a podcast to like, right, whatever. But I have kids in the car with me, so they want to listen to the Frozen soundtrack a million times. You know, (laughs) yes, there's no, there's no like relaxing, mindful time in the car. Um, So that's, that's kind of a loss. Um, Yeah, and it's... I just can't, it's not, it's not the same. So I also am looking, is not looking forward. My, my, uh, uh, company is doing the same. So they're like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, you know, we're, we're looking at June, start bringing people back. And I'm just like, oh, can I please just have a couple of weeks where (laughs) I could just enjoy what it might've been like to have been working from home this whole time when my kids are going to school and I can like just sit here and work. Um, but you know, it's fine. (laughs) It's it's okay. Um, hopefully there's a lot of talk about whether or not we'll be fully in the office. Like there's a lot of talk about like switching out days or, you know, like doing a hybrid model where you're in the office sometimes, but you're at home sometimes. Um, I don't know. I think I prefer that, but I don't know for a fact, obviously, because I haven't lived it yet. Um, yeah. But it seems like that would be better, maybe. Uh, so we'll see. Anyway, what were we going to say? Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, um, yeah, the one thing that I hope improves that the one thing that being at home all the time that I think is a side effect, and I think you might speak to this um, tonight, but um, my brain just does not work well. And right. mostly it's. <laughs> has to do with when I'm trying to recall a word. Um, like I was just trying, I was talking to James earlier and I still don't know what word I was looking for, but um, I was talking about my, you know, cause this month my focus is trying to get up early. And I was saying that I wanted to research how much I could um, change or how much I could sleep in on the weekend, but not disrupt my morning time routine. Cause I don't want to backslide. Right. And I can't think of the word. And it's like, it's, it's not variable, but it's like how much I can variate, variant, very, very, uh, deviate, deviate is probably what you're thinking. Yes, that is probably what, yes. (laughs) How much I can deviate. Yes. And see, my brain just got stuck and it's like, I couldn't, I knew there was a V and it was, I thought it was at the beginning, but obviously it's, yeah, not, but, uh, but yeah, that's, and I couldn't for the life of me pull that up. And so. I'm hoping that kind of, because I know they say, like, just if you do the same thing every day, your brain just kind of goes into mush kind of yes, thing. Yes, yeah. So I'm hoping that kind of being out in the world and being active and doing things again um, will help me, my brain, my cognitive abilities. Because uh, I think that's often what happens, and I don't think we understood it as much before, but, you know, a lot of times they say that people that retire, 
they they sit down they, they you know their, their last day they go home they sit in a chair and then they just die right um, right and, and it's just a decline and i think maybe we just got a peek into why that happens because those people just stay home they become recluses they um do the same thing every day so their brain starts failing them and then next thing you know they're just like Bleh. you know right yes exactly so, yeah um anyway, so that's what, the one thing i'm looking forward to right to be able to like have that have oh. your their neurons like actually working to like you know create <laughs> yes. new things again yes exactly oh and even though i consider myself an introvert i'm also looking forward to a little bit of the in-person socialization um and well of course with friends and family but obviously since we live up here um we're not around our friends and family but um i just realized this whole quarantine thing has made me realize how kind of passive uh like discord and stuff is like when you're when you have a group of people in a discord or like facebook or whatever like it's social uh passive socially passive right and and i don't like that i like for inner when i'm having a conversation with somebody i want it to be interactive i don't want like a thumbs up i want i want a conversation right yeah (laughs) absolutely absolutely you don't get that when you're online you get it more in person it's absolutely it's absolutely true and um one of the one of the things that i've been doing a lot lately is um our friend steph is on marco polo which i was very resistant to forever but then she was on it and i was like well i want to you know i I would like to talk to steph so Mm -hmm. i don't know what that is what is it the way that it works is like you you record you know you just record a video and then you send Mm -hmm. it right away yeah um and you don't, so there's no like edit, there's no self editing. There's no like, oh, you know, you just like, you're just talking and then it's immediately sent after you're done. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing. It's like, it's really intriguing uh, because I'll just like ramble forever about my day or, you know, how I'm uh-huh. feeling or like something that just like little random shit. Um, and, it's been really good, and I felt a lot more connected with that than like, mm-hmm. you know, than like talking on the Discord or whatever. And I think yeah. because you've got that, I mean, it's awkward because you're not having like a back and forth like yeah. in real time, but you're still having like a genuine conversation with somebody. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. So that was pretty. That's been a pretty cool. I'll, put like links to show notes for Marco yeah. Polo too. So it's a private chat. Like you're not posting yes. it for public. You're sending it to her. Right. She gets, yeah. she gets mine. I get hers. And that's like, that's it. It's not even, okay. I don't think there's even an option to send it to like everybody on your list. It's just, you're having a conversation with somebody. So <laughs> it's pretty neat. Cool. I really like it. Um, I didn't think I was going to, I resisted it a long time. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, I want to talk to, um, stuff so it was uh, yeah. but it's been really cool and another thing that i've noticed too is like when i do when i have live conversations with people mm-hmm. i feel like i've heard a few different people say this too that there's a tendency to overshare like um and I, I can't remember where this happened recently, but it was like, I was going in on my whole life story and with somebody <laughs> who I hardly even knew. And I was yeah. like, why am I doing this? This is really, like, this person is, did not ask to know <laughs> my entire life story. Um, but I wonder if that's part of it. Like, we're so 
uh, starved for that yeah. kind of connection that now <laughs> like we just go, we just like, whoever's there, man, you get it. Like you're going to get, <laughs> you're going to get all you of my open shit. open the floodgates. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Right. That's right. We were talking to somebody, like a random stranger. Um, shoot, where were we? I feel like we were just, you know, like at the park or something, walking our dog. Uh-huh. And like this, yeah, this just random person came up and started talking to us. And, and it was just like, you know, nothing important or anything right it was just yeah like, yeah blah, blah. and it's just like yeah you can really tell people just want to talk to somebody anybody <laughs> yes yes exactly <sighs> so i find that really interesting because i feel like that is like a weird sort of byproduct of having been in isolation for so long that you just like you know go out and then tell your life story to the clerk behind the counter because yeah. you know you're these are the first people that you've seen who don't live with you you know forever yes. um so I thought that was interesting. And to your point, there is a um, part of what made me think about um, doing this podcast topic was that I listened to an episode of On Being, mm-hmm. um, which is one of my favorite podcasts slash NPR shows. And uh, it's she talks to, um, to someone named Christ- Christine Runyon about what's happening in our ner- nervous systems after having been in isolation for a year. And the, th- uh. the thing that reminded me, there's a transcript here. Um, they're like going through the interview on a, on a link in show notes. But the host, uh, Krista Tippett, like starts to ask a question and she's like, I just lost my thoughts. <laughs> there yes, you go. Yes. I just completely, this never happened to me the way it happens all the time now. And that reminded me of you and yes. what you were talking about just now. And, and I definitely have the same issue. And so... Um, that is part of what is happening to everyone that Mm -hmm. this is, you know, uh, the way that Runyon describes it is this is an anxiety showing up as what was that thought? Yes. (laughs) And so it's like the importance of being able to like name it and like bring your brain back online is really important. So I will, I'll link this because I feel like it's useful, a useful, um, podcasts to listen to uh to kind of think about what's happening in your nervous system i will say i mean she had some some good suggestions of like things you could do to kind of ground yourself like one of the things that she talks about um that i didn't think about before was we're so used to like sitting and we don't necessarily have our feet on the floor right Mm -hmm. um and so like just putting your feet on the floor can mm-hmm. make your body feel safe. Because if huh. you're not on the floor, there's always a possibility you could fall. So oh, okay. if you actually ground yourself, like you're sending a message to your body that you are not about to fall, you're fine. You know, so there's like, she has a lot of different little things like that. So I'll, I will link that in the show notes because that might be yeah. helpful. But anyway, that just reminded me of what you were saying about losing your thoughts all the time. And that happens yes. to me so much. And... It makes me so nervous, and I'm just hoping that it goes away. Because especially my grandmother had dementia, and Mm -hmm. my grandfather did too. Now, I think my grandfather's ended up being... And also, I realize that there's a difference between Alzheimer's and dementia. Yeah. And I can't remember which which one 
which one does what but one of them's deadly one of them isn't and one of them is hereditary and one of them isn't necessarily or whatever i can't remember but right and maybe we can do something on that but um i know my grandfather's was more like a head injury he mm-hmm. fell and hit his head and then that's how he kind of spiraled into it um so that may be totally unrelated but and they, so this is my grandfather on my father's side and my grandmother on my mother's side um so it's on both both of them had mental problems in their old age and i'm like oh my god you know, like I'm getting it already. I don't think that that's it. I think that we're all going through it right now for whatever yeah. it's worth. I, yeah, I definitely, that's what I'm hoping. it's, you know, it's really, I think, yeah, I remember at the very beginning when all of this first happened, one of the things that I kept thinking over and over again was like, just how crazy it was that all of this was happening. Like it seemed like, It couldn't, like, it seemed like nothing that was happening was possible. And so, like, my brain kind of went through a period where it, like, broke because Mm -hmm. I I just was like, how could everything close down? How could, like, no one be able to go anywhere? How am I working from home now? How are my kids not going to school? I do not understand anything about how our world can still function in this scenario, you know, but yeah. humans do what they always do and, you know, to kind of like loosely quote Doctor Who, like we're <laughs> brilliant, amazing, stupid humans. Like that's what, <laughs> that's what we do. And it's, um, I don't know. So it's, it's awesome that we have managed to adapt, but I cannot imagine that we are not going to like have some, uh, some type of lingering something from all of this. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but I did, there's, I did look up a few things about, about, um, mental health and being, Mm -hmm. uh, a year into COVID. Uh, definitely there is a lot of, there's a few studies where people have, have, uh, seen that there's obviously higher, um, you know, uh, mental, mental issues. So, Mm -hmm. uh, stress, anxiety, depression. Um, and I will, I will share those, um, with everyone because it's like psychiatric, psychiatric times and NIM have had some really interesting ones. Uh, there's actually something that this was published January 8th of 2021. There's a post COVID stress disorder, so oh. not just, it's not um, PTSD, it's PCSD. Um, uh-huh. And so that's a really interesting thing to think about. And I didn't find, this was just something that Thomas told me he had read about, but he had said that after the last big pandemic, the uh, Spanish flu in the mm-hmm. first part of the 20th century, that that was part of what led to the roaring 20s. So, you know, like, everybody just kind of went wild. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I told you this. Oh, you told me this. You told me this. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. So I think that's really interesting. I don't know if you want to say more about that, because I had I couldn't find anything on it. But I don't know if you remember what you had seen or heard. Yeah. So, um, and I, I can, I'll try to send you the article because it was in a, um, so I subscribe to pocket, which is just a service that you can put articles to read later and they'll send you a, I think it's weekly or maybe it's like 
twice a week or whatever, but they send you a list of suggested articles based on the other things that you've read. Right. So that's where I saw it. Um, but basically, it was saying that um, even though people are expecting our economy just to like blow up due to everyone being quarantined for so long, but the this article was saying don't actually like our economy is not going to bounce back quite that hard because with the Spanish flu. Um, it killed a lot of young people. Yeah. And it killed two, like two million people. No, wait. No, wait. How many has coronavirus killed? Two million or 2,000? Hold on. Two, no, it's been two, it's 2, million. It's million for million. sure. Okay, two million. And that had, the Spanish flu had killed like 200 million or something like that. Like the, it wasn't even, the coronavirus hasn't even come close to killing the same number of people that yeah. the Spanish flu had. And uh, killed- global death toll from COVID-19 is nearing 3 mil- million as we okay. speak. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so then. Let me see. Spanish see? flu death yeah. toll was uh, f- 500 million people worldwide. Yes. Okay. I. What, oh, wait. Sorry. Say- hold on. I'm sorry. Let me, let me rephrase that. That was how many people were infected. Um, okay. But killed an estimated 20 to 50 million victims. But that's still a lot more okay, than so 3 million. May- Yes, maybe that was what the thing was. It was yeah. 2 million versus 20 million, basically. Right. Um, which is a huge difference. And it had killed young people. So all the old people had, or the older people, had um, survivor guilt. Right. And it led to everyone being like, well, what's the point of saving? Or what's the point of living this um, careful life if you could die at any time? Um, you know, like what you know what's what's the point and um right and so everyone just went like hog wild <laughs> and you know right just totally no just no regard for uh you know anything and so uh people were thinking that it would be like the roaring roaring 20s but this article said it won't quite be that <laughs> right right but you know this is all speculation so it's true i mean nobody knows what how we're all gonna react um yeah to this but yeah, I think I don't know. I I find that really interesting. Um, and uh, I did take a little bit when I was searching through things. There are a few news stories, you know, like more mainstream news places that are like, mm-hmm. oh, people are going to have cave syndrome, and they were they like were doing this whole thing where they were um, comparing people who've been in isolation to like you know cave people being scared oh. of a saber-toothed yeah. tiger out their door and you know people are having yeah. to get out of their caves and how are they gonna and like yes but also that's kind of a like i don't know it just sound it just hmm. the yeah, way that a it's extreme yeah and it just seems like it just seems like a not very like empathetic like compassionate way <laughs> to yeah. like address it it's like oh well these people just been hiding in their caves like ah you know, I don't know if that's it. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so I will link to one of the ones that, that sees that, that talked about that. Um, I did find some suggestions of things to do to like okay. try to get back into the world again <laughs> in a way yeah. that made sense. Um, you know, the first one, of course, is is controlling what you can. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'll share this link. This is from the Philadelphia Philadelphia Inquirer. Inquirer. 
Inquiry? Rural. Rural. Inquirer. Inquirer. Oh, inquirer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so the first thing is controlling what you can. So, you know, thinking about what can you do to like stay safe. And this goes back to, of course, the thing that we've discussed that we're not necessarily scared about, but like, you know, you've, you're, you've been afraid of this virus. So make sure that you are still, you know, wearing masks, washing your hands, you know, staying mm-hmm. safe, essentially. Um, and find, you know, a level of comfort with balancing that safety and like being able to, to have a life, right? Yeah. Um, and then let go of what you can't control. So stop, you know, engaging on you know don't don't freak out because someone doesn't have a mask on don't freak out because you know yeah um you don't you forgot your hand sanitizer uh, or whatever like engage in where you are right now and be grateful for what you have um Mm -hmm. so again kind of like mindfulness stuff um stop thinking about the worst case of everything. So don't like mm-hmm. imad- automatically go into worst case scenario mode. Like, okay, well, the National Guard's going to shut everything down and, you know, everything's going to spike yes. with these variants and then we're all going to be, you know, uh, in quarantine again. Like, just don't go there. Uh, it doesn't help. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Probably so easier said than done, though. That is true. That is true. But just try to, like, block out that negativity Um, And it says, you know, this is where cutting down on social media, you know, not watching the news all the time. These are things that can help you sort of like get clear of that. Um, And then watch and wait. And this is something that I saw in a couple of different places was the importance of like taking your time. You don't have to rush into this, like just because you're vaccinated and you miss everybody and you want to see everybody, it doesn't mean that, Devin, this is me talking to myself, Devin, you do not have to book every single weekend with every single person that you have not seen in the last yeah. year and a half. Like, yeah. you've got time to see them. So um, just relax. <laughs> you need to write that on a post-it note and put it on your mirror. I really do. I really do. <laughs> because I, I've already felt me, like, doing that. Like, I have a... Yep desire to do that um but yeah like just because just because i can go to the movies doesn't mean that i should go to the movies you know right so like just ease into it a step at a time um and then make sure that you're keeping you're you're maintaining your self-care regimen so you are Mm -hmm. you know doing the things that you hopefully (laughs) If you're not like me and you're like, Stacy, uh, I've like actually <laughs> yeah. created a healthy routine in the middle of this pandemic. Don't, yeah. don't give it up. Like keep, make sure that this is something that you keep as a part of your life. Um, because yeah, that's what, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, that's, what's kind of funny about this whole pandemic. And I almost feel guilt over it, but I've actually really enjoyed this whole right. pandemic. No, I don't think you should feel guilty about that. <laughs> Well, I feel guilty because everyone else is like depressed and sad and upset and just like 
everyone is miserable and I'm just like this is great you know like I just have to not talk because I am like this is the best ever I am healthier than I've ever been I've been working out more than I ever have I've I eat better than I ever have you know like and I I read more I've been working on self-development like I am just like yeah this is great and everyone is like I hate my life Oh. Well, you truly like you truly took on that whole hey, be better at the end yeah. of this than than you were when you went into it. Um, yeah, you know, so that's awesome. And I mean, and I feel like I have to like I feel like I'm a better person yeah. now than yeah. I was a year ago. Uh, yeah. Not necessarily in the same ways, but um, but you <laughs> but know, you have but, a totally different circumstance. Well, that's true, and I you know, but I do feel like I've I'm making more time for myself, and I'm being more yes. like. Um, thoughtful of like yes, yes. putting myself first and and uh, I I have I have now as as part of my um, uh, bargaining um, I get to have a night in a hotel at some point where I nice. can go and escape the kids. That is super nice. Yes, so I just had to figure out when. But um, I think you need more than a night. I think you need probably. like a weekend and a spa credit. <laughs> We need to get you a better negotiator. <laughs> you need to hire me as your as uh, my negotiator. negotiator. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, I look. I'm gonna go to a fancy hotel and get like all the room service. So I'm okay yes. with that. I'm okay. Okay. With that. Good. Good. Okay. Um. Um. Yeah. I was but, gonna say. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I, I was gonna, gonna say those are the basic things to do. Yeah. Um. To help you kind of adjust and, um. And I would say that that's definitely helped. So the last couple of weeks, I've sort of been like slowly (laughs) beginning to like integrate. Well, I mean, I guess it started with Kai going back to school at the beginning of March. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that was like the first step. And um, and then it's like, you know, you came into town. I got to see you. We got to see some of our friends. Yeah. I went and I and we did it outside, which I right. think was a good um, like we're, we are talking right now about easing into it. Yes, I think we could have just been inside hanging out. But I think that made everyone more comfortable. Yes. Just by yes, we got to see each other. We were in a group of like six people and then also outside. So right. outside and wearing masks, you know, like yeah. that's also an important thing to point out. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, I got to see Jill last weekend mm-hmm. um, for a while. We went. I met her at IAMS, and everybody was masked, and we were outside again. Um, and then this upcoming weekend, I'm going to have we're going to have uh, Dungeons and Dragons, but outside. Um, oh, nice! And so you know, again, like we're going to be outside together, all of us in various stages of vaccination. Um, yes. You know, and. Uh, and so it's like, yeah, so it's like this slowly kind of easing into it um, has helped. I did walk into a couple of stores mm-hmm. briefly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually ended up getting gas at a gas station and the um, card reader was broken. And I was like, and it was like, come inside. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, but I did it. I did it. Yep. Um, and it was fine. Um but what was the other place? I went somewhere else. Oh, I guess the bank. I had mm-hmm. to go to the bank. And then there was somewhere else I went. Because I'm always, like, baffled by... Because I haven't been in places. <laughs> so the uh, the big plexiglass um, 
things that everybody has now. Oh, whenever we went to IMS, we went into the gift shop. That's what it was. Yes. Um, Everyone's in plexiglass cases. Yeah. Which I think is a smart idea. I mean, how brilliant is that? But but I haven't really experienced it because (laughs) I haven't gone inside (laughs) anywhere. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, so that's been interesting. Um, and that's something else that I hadn't really thought about. I had to take like some training for my mm-hmm. return to office, you know, like, so mm-hmm. that way I will know what to do when I go to the office. And, um, and we have like all of these things you're supposed to do and like, you know, rules and regulations and which are fun, which are good. Um, but one of the things that they talked about was the fact that like, you're going to have to get used to being in the space that you're used to being so free in with wearing masks and like not being able to be close to people and like having to be careful about how you eat and you know like yeah it's not gonna be just like the way that it was because it's different when you're seeing people in masks and i know that because like i am so bad at reading faces anyway Mm -hmm. i don't i am I have, I feel like I have that um, condition where uh, you don't, you can't recognize faces. <laughs> or oh no! Uh, yeah. And like masks have made it so much worse. Like I can't even pick out my kid, like Kai, if they send pictures from school, I can't uh-huh. even figure out which one is her because oh my gosh. they're just like there's another kid that has really blonde hair, curly, yeah. and is wearing a mask, and I'm like, I don't. That those those do not the only way I can do it is like those are not her clothes. I know that she doesn't wear those clothes, so let me find her clothes that I know that I yeah. can recognize. Like I, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a big struggle for me. Yeah. So. And anyway. I ran into somebody. Um, that's definitely a problem. But I because I ran into somebody when I was in Knoxville. There was this girl that I used to work with. Uh, I mean, okay, this was. 20 years ago i worked with uh-huh. this girl um now i've seen her a little bit here and there but um she now works at food city so i had just hopped in to get something you know real quick and i was going through the self-checkout and she was walking by as i was walking up to the self-checkout and she was just like stacy what are you doing here you don't even live here anymore and i was like and i was just like wow i even said i was like i didn't know you would even know it was me because of the mask she was like no i got you you know and i was just like wow that's impressive right like, yeah yeah so, no, that's not me i'm no. so bad i'm just like i i don't think i'd recognize thomas if i like saw him across the room <laughs> with a mask on i would just be like who are you i i am just <laughs> yeah. do you not look at people's eyes you only look at their mouths apparently do you I, focus on people's mouths when they talk i don't I, I just look like I make eye contact all the time, but I really don't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's Um, funny. Yeah. So I guess my summary is that, you know, hey, we're all in it together. uh, So no one's going to judge you for being awkward (laughs) or for like declining social engagements. Uh, Like no one's going to be like, oh, you know, I can't believe you don't want to come hang out with me. It's been a year. Like everyone's going to understand. Take your yeah. time, ease into it. Um, you know, I know for me, the biggest issue is that I am terrified it's all going to happen again. So, like, yes. I want to go out and find everybody and see everybody just in case, like, 
everything gets knocked <laughs> down again and then I don't get to see anyone for another year. Yeah. Um, but you can't live like that because that's going to drive you crazy. So just like be good to yourself, listen to your body, listen to your mind, take your time, um, focus on what you can control and what's happening right now. And, uh, you know, that's the best advice that I think anybody can give to you. Yeah. Keep exactly. your feet on the ground. That's right. <laughs> Let your body know that you are safe. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, that's all I got. Do you have anything yeah. else? Any closing thoughts? Um, I don't think so. Other than we can do it. We can do it. <laughs> we can do it. Oh, my gosh. Um, that's like, you know, um, what's it? R- Rosie the Riveter. With her yeah. arm up, except it has a vaccination thing on it. There's <laughs> Why gotta, haven't they done that yet? I bet you someone has. I'm going to look it That's up. That's true. I may, if, okay. if I can find it, it will be show art. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Please reach out to us. Uh, Facebook.com slash weekly buddy time. Or uh, send us an email. Weekly buddy time at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Yes, absolutely. And... That's all I got for today. All right. Well, that sounds good. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. (laughs) Get it vaccinated. (laughs) Get vaccinated. That's right. All right. I love you, Stacey. I love you, too. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho